Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Life Happens Radio. Are you prepared? This is our weekly radio program for boomers, their families. We look upstream. We look downstream. Planning for your children, planning for your parents, planning for your own retirement. What are the things that you really need to know? And what things should you be focusing on? And it's important to maintain focus with all of the news and all of the hubbub, the elections coming up. You still need to take care of your own house, keep your own house in order. And we all face challenges as we age. We're going to talk about those challenges, maybe even throw in what the candidates' opinions are on some of the challenges that we have in our world, which is taxes, health care, planning. And we're going to talk about aging as a lifestyle, the things that you must do to confront those issues that come up on a day-to-day basis. Careful planning is required. We don't want to be in crisis mode, and we're here to help you today. I'm Lou Pirro of Pirro Connor & Associates, and we're going to help you plot that course for your future to make sure that you have all of your things in order. And I'm very happy to have today with me our associate at Pirro Connor & Associates, Frank Hemming. Good morning, Frank. Hi, Lou. How are you? I'm doing great and very happy to be here, very happy to be anywhere on this rainy Saturday morning. Yeah. So grab a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, light your fire, put your radio on. If you're listening to me, you already have your radio on. But stay with us because we're going to talk about some very important things today. And we also want to hear from you. This is a live call-in show. And Frank, I don't know where else you can pick up your phone, dial a number, and get free legal advice. So that's what we have available to you here this morning. Lou Piero and Frank Hemming in studio, ready to answer your questions. We'll field almost anything, but we're really good at things like estate planning and elder law and Medicaid and guardianships and business succession planning and special needs planning. And in fact, special needs planning, Frank, is something we have a program on tonight. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a great program for sure. And we had last week Coach Jim Murphy on, the coach. And Coach Murphy runs a program up in Clifton Park called High Five Sports. And High Five Sports isn't just high-fiving in sports, but it's providing programs for families and children with disabilities. A very, very serious topic, if you let it be. But it can also be an uplifting topic because these are inspiring children, and they're out there on the playing field learning how to play things like golf and soccer and softball and go bowling, and they compete, and they compete with each other. And when you see these kids compete, they are not bashing each other. They're lifting each other up. And when somebody scores a goal, they all celebrate that goal. So there are lessons to be learned. Tonight, the lessons are going to be for the families. How do you plan for the future of that child with a disability? What considerations should you be taking into account in creating a will, a trust, documents? Do you need guardianship over that child? So that's tonight up in Clifton Park, and you're all welcome to come. You can sign up by going to the website, and that's High Five. Let me get it correct here to make sure that I give you the right information, he said, as he fumbled with papers. And... Well, we'll get that website to you. You can always just show up. It's at the Youth for Christ Capital District in Half Moon. That's 1544 Route 9. And you can find High Five Sports. Frank's getting the website for you right now, so you can go on their website and sign up. But it's 5 p.m. tonight. It's a special needs program. Kevin Horner, one of my associates, and myself, will be presenting at the Youth for Christ Capital District in Half Moon. So, special needs, something we all need to think about. There's another program coming up that I would like to invite you to, and that is Controlling Your Destiny, Legal Documents That Work. And I'm doing this program in conjunction with a very, very interesting group, Death with Dignity. There is legislation pending in Albany, passed last year in California, about end-of-life decision-making, part of planning, 
is planning for the end, not something anybody wants to think about. And we're going to talk about that in today's show. So when we're looking at end of life, how do I make sure that my wishes are carried out, whether it be through a healthcare proxy, through something called a MOLST form, through other ways to educate the people that are going to be making these decisions, such as a living will. And there's a new law, again, pending in New York, being debated as we speak with regard to aid in dying. So I'll be talking about all of those things this Tuesday, October 25th, at the Sanford Town Library right here in Colony. That's 625 Albany Shaker Road. 1215 to 145. So it's a lunchtime seminar. So if you have some time on Tuesday, October 25th, love to see you at the Sanford Town Library in Colony. And you can get more information and register for that program at by emailing info at deathwithdignityalbany.org. Again, info at deathwithdignityalbany.org. And that's Tuesday, 1215 to 145. Frank, do we have the High5 website? I do. So it's www.high, as like when you say hello, H-I, the number five. Not high like when you're in Colorado. No, no. High, H-I, the number five, sports.org. And if you put slash events after that address, it should take you right to the, the page where we talk about uh, the special needs information that going on tonight with uh, with Kevin Horner. So special needs planning, end-of-life planning, all part of estate planning. We also have a program coming up this Thursday, Frank, a lot of programs. This is seminar season, as we say, and that is a program for professionals. So if you are an advisor, and, and we welcome other attorneys, we welcome accountants, we welcome financial advisors, life insurance advisors, trust officers, anyone in the planning field dealing with estate planning, one of the things, and lead us into today's conversation, one of the things that we like to focus on in our office, and it's become much more of a focus, is intergenerational estate planning. How do I make sure that, my, and as a baby boomer, I went through all of these steps, my parents are protected, and how do I get them the care that they need? And how do I make sure that their living arrangements are secure and that their income is going to carry them through their retirement? And if they do need long-term care, Frank, that's your specialty, Yes, then it's uh, Medicaid, either home care, nursing home, or anything else that we can do, with setting up trust and that kind of thing. But yes, that's that's what I do at the firm. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, but looking at, at the, and that's what we call upstream planning, making sure that parents are secure, but then you're looking at securing your parents' wealth and income for them, and then having it come down to you and your children. And not to get too far afield, but philosophically, being able to transfer wealth and being able to transfer assets is something we hear the rich talk about all the time. And they talk about something called the death tax. And the death tax applies to people who have over five and a half million dollars. So those poor kids that may pay a little tax over five and a half million dollars are being coddled and they're getting the ear of the legislature. But what about the middle class? What about people who at the end of their lives have saved, have paid for a home, burnt their mortgage, which is an old-fashioned custom, my parents did it, have a, a debt-free house, they have a, an account in the bank, they have a little bit of money, they put their kids through college, and now they're facing another kind of tax, if you will, and that is the elder tax. If you need care, that care isn't paid for by any government program other than one that requires you to be poor to receive it, and that's Medicaid. So part of our job is to help families navigate those aging issues and to get a plan in place that will allow them to protect and preserve assets. But then where do those assets go when mom and dad pass? Coming down to the boomers. And now the boomers are just going to recycle the problem unless you do some intergenerational planning. And so intergenerational planning means that mom and dad are going to create trusts for us boomers. And we're going to be able to manage those trusts. We're going to have full access to those trusts, control them, use them, pay for our needs and retirement, pay for our children's educations, but they're exempt from creditors, including Medicaid creditors, bankruptcy creditors, 
Judgment creditors, if I get in a car accident and get sued, these trusts, parent to child, are fully exempt from all of those risks. And there's another risk out there, and I'm going to throw this out there, and Frank, you're on the other side of this, but divorce. What if my mom and dad leave me all of that money? I have it in my accounts. I'm married for another 10 years, and then my spouse decides to run off with the pool boy. What happens to my inheritance? Well, it's in the marital soup. It's in the equitable distribution. And so inherited assets are exempt, but commingled assets are not. And very often these assets get pulled in and they try to hook, get hooked in. And if you're one of our colleagues and friends over in Massachusetts, right across the border, and these radio waves do cross the border into Massachusetts, inherited assets are part of distributions for marital dissolution in Massachusetts, not in New York but they are in Massachusetts. So Massachusetts is a really bad place to get divorced. So you need to think about these things. Mom and dad can create trusts that exempt those assets, keep them outside of the reach of all of those creditors, and then those trusts can go on to my kids. In the same fashion, protected, controlled by my children ultimately, but protected. So this Thursday, intergenerational estate planning is the topic. It's for professional advisors. And that seminar is at Wolford's Roost, and it's from 8.30 to 12.30. So if you're an advisor, you want to come and hear, and it's not just our firm. We have Bolam Sheedy and Tarani, local accounting firm, going to talk about the income tax issues. Empire Valuation is going to talk about how to value things like businesses and real estate for purposes of estate planning. And we also have our co-hosts here, New York and National Long-Term Care Brokers, Gary Clare, and Mark Teitelbaum from AXA Financial. And he's from the home office of AXA. He's a lawyer, and he does very sophisticated planning using life insurance. All of those speakers are going to walk through a case study. It's a wonderful program. We did it in New York City last week, doing it here in Albany at Wolfert's Roost this Thursday, October 27th from 830 to 1230. And you can register for that program if you're an advisor on our firm's website, pierrolaw.com. pierrolaw.com. Dot com, or you can call us at 459-2100. And Frank, I alluded to you being on the other side of that spectrum, and big shout out to you. Frank Hemming is a newlywed. Yeah, as of uh, a week ago today. So, so far. So- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, good. I haven't messed it up yet. So, Frank, we congratulate you on joining the ranks uh, of us married folk. And good luck with with all of that, with your lovely bride. And uh, we we wish you the best. Thank you. There was an inter-office joke. I don't know if you were here to to hear it when I got back uh, earlier this week. Obviously, you were out of town, but I don't know if it was being said before. I actually took a few days off for the wedding that... um, the joke was that I could come in and do the radio show in my tux before the pictures and everything last week. But I said, if there was going to be a wedding, I probably probably shouldn't do that. It would have been a good show. We could have actually done a live remote. We've done those before. We could have come right to the wedding and, yeah, and done it right there. Yeah, and, you know, I mean. had the band in the background. Yeah, too, too bad it's too late for that. But <laughs> we don't have a band today, but we do have all of you. And thank you for listening. We're going to take a short break, but I want you to know that you can call us right now, right here. We're live. Lou Piro, Frank Hemming. 
800-825-5949. Legal questions, state planning questions, let us hear it. We would love to have your questions help us shape the show. Again, 800-825-5949. That's 800-TALK-WGY, and that's the station you're listening to. Talk Radio WGY on 810 AM, 103.1 FM. We're going to be right back after this short break. Welcome back. This is Lou Pirro here in studio with Frank Hemming, the newlywed. And we are talking about estate planning today and looking at estate planning from a number of different perspectives. But the perspective I want to look at this from is your perspective. Those of you listening, you have the radio on, you're in your car, you're in your home. Think about what you have in your portfolio. Have you done the plan? Is it complete? Should you get a second look at it? And we recommend that people update their estate plans at least every three years because the laws change dramatically. New things come on the horizon. Things change in the way that you have your documents structured. Certainly, we've had a lot of tax law changes in both New York and federally. And so if your will was done before 2013, it may have provisions in there that are now contraindicated due to the fact that New York changed its estate tax law dramatically Frank, we used to have a $1 million exemption in New York, which was kind of good for business because a lot of people had to do estate tax planning. Mm -hmm. But those wills that took advantage of the ability to do estate tax planning are now in need of revision because New York has updated its estate tax. And right now we have a $4.1 million exemption, and that will go to 5.25 on April 1 of next year and then January 1 of 2019. That will conform to the federal estate tax law. So if you're thinking about, well, what do I have? Do I, do I have my will? Is it up to date? Do I have a power of attorney? Have I taken the steps necessary to appoint someone to make financial decisions for me to pay my bills, manage my assets in the event that I have that accident? You know, I'm walking down the street. I got hit on the head. I can't think for myself. I need somebody to pay my bills until I get better. You may never get better. So you need to have a power of attorney in place, and you need to think about that power of attorney very carefully. What about health care decisions? Who's going to make the decision if I'm up in the hospital with my big noggin knocker and I need to have some surgery or I need to have treatment? Who's going to make those decisions for me? And that's a health care proxy. Do I have that in my portfolio? If I have a will, is that enough? Should I be thinking about a trust? Should I be thinking about a living trust? And then we go to the next level, which is tax planning and planning for future generations, planning for your parents, for your kids, for your grandkids, and making sure that that plan is fully coordinated. The percentages are that 40% of you have wills, 60% of you don't, which is a startling percentage. So why haven't you done your estate planning? And uh, we have a caller. We're going to take that call right now. Peter from Bennington, Vermont. Good morning, Peter. Welcome to Life Happens Radio. How can we help you this morning? Hello, I have a uh, contract question. Is that something you can help me with? Well, give it a shot. Well, I'm a party to a lease that uh, had a provision where it, at the, I guess, option of the other party, the party who was paying me, could renew the lease. And, but there was a certain time frame uh, within which they had to notify me that they wanted to renew the lease, and they did not. And there was probably a provision as to how they would notify you, whether it be it by mail or by... Yeah, that's just it. It it had to be certified. Certified mail. It delivered, Mm -hmm. and it was not. But what they're saying to me now is that's true. We did see that part, but there is still this cure period that, you know, you told us and we cured it within 30 days, so we're okay. And I'm wondering, is that a, I mean, is that typically the truth? Because I it would is, think that they didn't notify me there's no more lease, but I'm not a lawyer. So. Is the cure provision in the lease? Yes. Is this under New York law? Well, it's, um, actually, the document is a, it's a Vermont document. Where's, where's the property? In Vermont. Ah. So 
I'm going to take myself out of the game because each state law is different. And okay. I could give you the answer in New York, which is those notice provisions are pretty strict unless you build some other provision into the document. We call it the four corners of the document rule. If it isn't in there, then it isn't in effect. So when you negotiate a lease and you sign a contract, that contract governs the conduct of both parties. And if they have to provide that notice by certified mail by a certain date, they're going to be held to that standard. Some states may have relief provisions because landlord and tenant rules tend to favor the tenant because landlords tend to have a lot more money and resources and lawyers to draft those leases. So there are protective provisions built into certain states' laws. New York does have some of those protections, but I don't think this one. But you're going to need to consult with a Vermont attorney who does real estate law to see if there is a protective provision in Vermont law. It would have to be statutory. There would have to be some statute in Vermont that gave them relief from that notice provision. So in New York, and I understand they differ, but the cure provision in New York would not uh, save them. I don't know of any statutory cure provision for a notice to renew a lease. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow up in Vermont then, but you really, at least you pointed me in the right direction that there may be uh, I, you know, maybe an issue here. So. Sure. The I first think. thing we have to identify is what state law applies because it is very state specific. Okay. Well, the document was uh, issued in Vermont, so I, I'm going to uh, you know follow up with uh, get some advice in Vermont. I suppose. <laughs> I would absolutely do that. Well, thank you very much. You were very helpful. All right, Peter. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in this morning. You too. If you have questions out there, give us a call. Again, the number is 800-825-5949. 800-825-5949. If you like it in letters, it's talk WGY. And Frank, we're talking about estate planning. We have all of these wonderful seminars this week, and we'll give out that information at the end of the show for those of you that missed it. Uh, we have seminars on planning for special needs, planning for end-of-life decision-making, planning for intergenerational estate planning. But why don't people do estate planning? If only 40% of the people out there have wills, what are the other 60% doing? I I feel like, uh, especially when I'm in consults with with you or Aaron or any any of the other attorneys at the firm, a lot of people come in and they say, we wish we would have done this five years ago or 10 years ago or whatever, plug in the number. And I feel like a lot of people shy away from things uh, are talking about things like what we're talking about today because, A, death and end-of-life decision-making is not something people really want to think about mm-hmm. or talk about, especially when it's older generations where the standard was that mom and dad would keep the finances and all of their things private between the two of them and nobody else was to know about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Kids didn't even know. In many cases, still don't. Where to look. Right. I mean, just... What I do at the firm when I'm doing the Medicaid planning and trying to collect documents, sometimes it's very difficult for the family because mom and dad never told them anything about anything. And so communication is important. Do they have a safe deposit box? Do they have a strong box? Do they have a home safe? Uh, is it in the filing cabinet? Where where are these things kept? And we when we do planning for our clients, we walk them through all of those issues. And what we're going to do in the second half of the show is talk about some more reasons that people don't do this planning and then teach people how to get started because the first step in any journey is the first step. And it has to start somewhere. And and getting a consultation, which we offer free of charge, and we'll talk about how to get that consult, is something you can do right now by calling our office. And we'll give you all that information in the second half of the show. I'm Lou Pirro here with Frank Hemming. You're listening to Life Happens Radio. We'll be right back. time. Hey, welcome back to Life Happens Radio. Lou Pirro in studio from Pirro Connor and Associates here with Frank Hemming, and we are talking about estate planning today. And why don't you have your plan done? That's the question of the day. What is holding you back? What are the barriers to getting 
into an attorney's office and getting this done. And we talked about one of those reasons that people don't get it done, uh, and that is that fear of the subject matter. Well, if you're really afraid of the subject matter of death and dying, come to the seminar on Tuesday because we're going to be talking about those end-of-life decisions and the realities of your choices and how to approach it systematically, how to approach it rationally, because there is a lot of emotion in that question, Frank. I, I don't want to deal with death, and a lot of cultures deal with death differently. But it isn't just death and dying that's part of what we do as estate planners. It's planning to live, and the longer you live, the more planning you need. And, and we, and, I mean, obviously we don't have to go into a lot of detail about it, but uh, we talked, we've talked about it on the show when I've been on before. We have, we have a client who's 102 living in a nursing home in, in New York City. Yeah, and I'm so. doing a guardianship for her. <laughs> Because she just got some money from a property sale that had been in litigation, and now we have to do some more planning. But in her genetics, a lot of her family has lived beyond age 100. So she could easily, she's in very good health other than her dementia, she could live to be 110. Right. So I I think most people assume I'm not going to live that long. Well, Mm -hmm. we say it all the time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody knows. Nobody I mean, knows. Is it is it possible? Sure, it's possible. We have a caller, Garth in Greenwich. Good morning, Garth. How can we help you today on Life Happens? Uh, good morning. I was just wondering. Um, actually, it works. So I'm going to ask my question, and then uh, I'll hang up and let you guys uh, give the answer. I won't but tell your my, boss. My my question was um, on life insurance policies. Yes. Held inside a trust. Mm-hmm. Um, are you limited by what you can get in there? Is it is it something because? If the trust is kind of like a, a legal fiction, you know, I mean, the, the trust owns the policy. The trust is a contract. That, how does that work in terms of, like, can you get term only? Is there whole life provisions? How, how does that work? Okay. And like I said, I'll, I'll hang up and I'll let you answer that. All right. It's a big question uh, because then thank you, Garth, for the question. We talk with our colleagues here on Life Happens, Bob Vandy and Brian Johnson. They have the insurance agency, New York National Long-Term Care Brokers. They do the policies. We do the trusts. So you kind of need both halves of the equation to make this concept work. And and the big answer to your question is no, there's no limit on what you can do, how you can put a policy in there. Uh, We have just placed a policy for a client that's a $20 million life insurance policy. It has significant cash value and cash buildup. And there are new ways and, and creative ways to finance that kind of a policy. And you can do it by actually borrowing the money. So in this particular client's case, he had other assets that were good for collateral. Money is cheap right now. That's why corporations are incurring a ton of debt right now. And so in this case, we're borrowing the money to pay the premiums and putting that $20 million, it's a large case, obviously, $20 million policy in place. And it's going to have cash value, be permanent, but it's not going to be part of his taxable estate. And when we get into the estate tax arena, we want to make sure that life insurance death benefits are not includable in the tax base that the tax gets calculated on. It's a high threshold. I mentioned it earlier, $5.45 million is what you can pass tax-free, 4.1 for New York. 
If you have a business, if you have real estate, if you have other holdings and you throw this life insurance policy on top of that, whether it's term life or whole life or universal life or variable life, if you throw that policy on top, you may get over that threshold. But if you own the policy in trust, the policy is tax-free, income tax and estate and gift tax-free. That trust can be managed, can be owned, and can be done in ways that it stretches over generations, does all of that asset protection for that death benefit I mentioned earlier. So you can actually create an estate using that life insurance policy. Holding it in trust is a great way to do it. Very few limitations other than some things for tax purposes where you have to have a certain trustee. You can't be the trustee of that. And you can't have certain strings over it. But once you get to that point, you know what? The policy really has value primarily when you're dead. So that's when the death benefit comes in. If you're doing life insurance, and a lot of people use life insurance today for income purposes. They want to build up and accumulate value inside the life insurance policy. Why would I ever want to do that, Frank? Well, for one, um, the, like I live always in the Medicaid world, so... We always talk about putting trusts and, or sorry, life insurance policies into trust to get it out of person's name to qualify for them for Medicaid and and to start your planning early when you're healthy and young and that way if you ever do need care down the line it's not an issue anymore. Right. And so the death benefit certainly should stay in further trust. So if I have if I buy a million dollar policy and I have three kids and each one gets three hundred and thirty three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars. When my wife and I die, because my wife would have it first, or you can do second-to-die life insurance, which insures both of us. Uh, we actually have a first-to-die policy. So the first one of us that dies, the other gets the money. I like that one. <laughs> um, and so you can put that in place. But do you want that money to go then and be at risk in your kids' estates? What if they get divorced? What if they get a judgment against them? What if they have a car accident? What if they go bankrupt? You can secure that money through the trust. We have to structure it a bit differently when people are using the policies for investment purposes. And the reason they do Medicaid aside, because that's very, very important for the middle class and for most people, if you have more assets and you have the need to keep it tax exempt and you still want to access cash value, that's really the key. And we have a special kind of trust that we can utilize. It's called a beneficiary defective income trust or a beat it. And we structure that trust so that you can kind of get the best of both worlds. You can have a policy that's not part of your taxable estate, but what if I accumulate money in there? And what's the top income tax bracket right now? 39.6. You put on top of that another 8.9% for New York. And if you have significant investment income, there's something called the net investment income tax of another 3.8%. So now you're up over 50% in income tax. So if you invest within a life insurance contract, and they can do fixed income investments, they can do stock market-based investments, variable policies, they can do something called an indexed product, which market mirrors the indexes for the, for the stock market, you can build up that value and not pay any income tax on income, dividends, capital gains. So it's very, very potent, very powerful, and it's become very popular among high earners, people who have the need to defer income tax, life insurance is used for that. Our seminar this Thursday actually tracks a lot of those rules and the trusts used to own them. And again, this is a seminar geared for professional advisors. So if you're an advisor, we would encourage you to come. It's the Intergenerational Estate Planning Conference. It's our 12th annual, and you can sign up for that. It's Thursday morning, 830 to 1230 at Wolfert's Roost Country Club. This question really led right into that, and I thank Garth for that. But you can come and listen and learn from people from AXA Financial, people from National Long-Term Care Brokers, and from our firm to hear both sides, the insurance side, the trust side, how the products work, why the products work, how you can place them, and how you can own them in trust very successfully, whether it be for estate tax purposes, income tax purposes, and make it work for yourselves and for your families. Great question. And life insurance is a major tool in estate planning to create liquidity, to create wealth. We want to make sure that it's done right in trust so that it's fully protected. Give us a call. We have great callers. Enjoyed that one. 800-825-5949. Don't be afraid. Pick up the phone. Talk to us about why you're not doing your estate plan, what's holding you back, or maybe why you're 
getting involved now. We'd love to hear from you. Again, 800-825-5949. And Frank, you, you just got married. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm, I'm guessing that leading up to the wedding, you were a bit busy? A little bit. Just a little. And this is one of the other reasons we get from people that don't get to it. Because I'm too busy. I, w- I was talking with my, my wife, which that's always – that's weird for me to say that. I still have to get used to calling her that. Yeah. But I was talking to my big, wife about uh, about just – about some things that were happening in our lives and stuff. And and we were saying if, if we're waiting around for everything to be perfect to do you know a new car or a new apartment or a new house or whatever it is, you can always find a reason to not do something if you look hard enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't hear it as much from the clients that I'm dealing with that – you know, I've, I'm just too busy right now, but I know we certainly do hear that at the firm just because uh, I hear it probably a little less just because of the people that I'm dealing with. They're usually in crisis. They don't have time to defer it anymore. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of cliches about this. You know, don't let the perfect get in the way of the possible. Yes. Because you can accomplish things. You can get 80% of it done. It may not be 100%, but get that 80% done and then work on the other 20% that's on the margin. And my mom, I love my mom. She was great. And she was very pragmatic, very, very practical. And on our kitchen wall, she had a round pot holder. And on it, it said, round to it. Mm, Okay. And people say, well, I'll get it done when I get around to it. Mm -hmm. Well, she had one hanging on the wall. (laughs) So she had her round to it up there on the wall. She was always around to it. Absolutely. (laughs) We have Paul in Cahos on the line. Good morning, Paul. Welcome to Life Happens. How can we help you this morning? Good morning, guys. Um, I'm at a stage where I'm basically uh, looking for, I thought, a financial slash retirement uh, planner mm-hmm. for myself. Well, there's going to be one coming on right after us. Steve Boucher. Okay. Well, my, my, my question is, does estate planning include that, and does it include wills and, and the whole gamut of anything family-oriented? Good question. So when you look at planning, you have multiple aspects. You have income tax and and a lot of different tax issues, and for that, you need an accountant. You have wills and trusts and retirement accounts, which are very complex, and how to structure them into a plan and life insurance and how to structure that into a plan. That's what we do. The comprehensive planning, looking at all the aspects of it, but what we don't do is manage investments. We don't sell life insurance. So we work hand-in-hand with financial advisors like Bob Vandy and Brian Johnson, like Steve Boucher, because they have their role in your plan. We have ours. And, And they're distinct, and they're different. So what we do is more of a global strategy from the from the financial perspective. How should you be looking at investing? Is it best for you to set up a certain type of retirement plan? Should you be doing a Roth? Should you be doing traditional IRA? We all should be maxing our 401ks if we have an employer match. So it's more strategic. And then you'd work with Steve to talk about what do I invest in? What's my best strategy from an investment perspective within those vehicles to make that grow? So the the broad answer is that you really need a qualified team of professionals. And typically that encompasses an accountant, an attorney, and a financial advisor it's nice to have them working on the same page so that they are communicating and that your plan is being covered from all facets. And we pride ourselves on that. We work with our clients and their advisors. And one of the things that we do to make sure that the plan is going well year over year is we offer a client maintenance program. We call it our Palms program, Lifetime Maintenance. And we have annual meetings with our clients, their financial advisor, and their accountant where we lay out all of the strategies, all the plans to make sure that they're working on a year-over-year basis. We look at what the law changes are. We look at changes in family circumstances. We look at the investment markets, insurance markets, and we tweak that plan and keep improving it year-over-year so that it stays fresh and it's as good as it can be. Communication, collaboration is really the key to that. So from a perspective of strategies, looking at estate planning, wills, trusts, how should I be structuring my retirement plan, my estate plan, looking at my kids? That's what we do as estate planners at, at our firm. And then we work with the investment advisors, the insurance advisors, and your accountant to make sure that it is coordinated with all of your other strategies. 
Okay, so it's basically, um, to put it in a nutshell for me, one-stop shopping if I go to you for estate planning, you would involve those other professionals, or do I have to go to those other professionals as well? We It can happen either way. We like to quarterback the team. We like to get involved and lay out a plan and then if you have a financial advisor, we will work directly with that advisor or an accountant. If you don't, we'll give you a series of recommendations, and you'll pick one that you're comfortable working with that can be a good part of the team. And we can okay. we can either help you build a team or work with your existing team. Either way works, but we're happy to quarterback it, lay out the strategies, and work with you to make sure they get implemented properly. Now, is it a fee Going through your firm, oh, like a one-time fee, or is it a percentage thing? Uh, how does that work? Great question. We get that question a lot. So what we try to do and what we offer to get you educated to the point where you can make an informed decision is we will sit down with you and we'll talk to you for an hour to two. And we'll get all of your information in advance. And then we'll sit down and we will lay out specific ideas and strategies and at that point, we'll have an idea on what the fees are going to be. So we'll quote you a fee, and we work on a flat fee basis. We don't like to bill hourly because clients don't like to pay hourly bills. If you're talking to me on the phone or we're emailing back and forth, I call it like sausage making. You don't want to see what's in there. You just want to see the final product. So we will quote you in advance what your final bill will be, and then you will decide from that point whether you want to engage us or not. So it's a free consult. And then we give you a flat fee quote for our fees. We don't get investment-based fees. We don't get insurance-based fees. So we think that we're kind of in the best position to make it, to give advice because we're non-biased from a product perspective. We're not getting percentage fees. We're not getting commissions. We're charging you what we tell you up front. It's for our advice and our time and our strategies. And that's the fee. Okay. And that that can include multiple meetings per year, or uh, how does that work? Well, the fee that we quote you in advance is going to be for the entire plan. So we're going to get the plan fully implemented, funding your trusts, making sure that all of the aspects uh, of the planning are done. And then the maintenance plan is an annual fee. Beyond that, if you want to engage us to do the, the annual maintenance and that's $850 a year, and that includes having the ability to call us up during the year, ask us questions, and the annual meeting where we're meeting with your other advisors, laying out the plan, and making sure that it's all structured properly. Very good. All right. I uh, gave us a lot of information. I appreciate it. All right. If you want to give us a call, I'd be happy to sit down with you, Paul, one-on-one, and our number is 459-2100. Just give us a call Monday morning, and we'd be happy to set you up. You got it. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for the call. Great callers this morning, Frank. Yeah, it's a thank you for listening out there. We really appreciate it. And we're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back to finish up our thoughts on estate planning. Why aren't you doing it? What's holding you back? And we're hoping we can get those barriers out of the way and you can come in and talk. We're happy to sit down with you. No charge for the initial consultation. Get your planning done. We're going to come right back after this short break to talk all about that. And you're listening to Life Happens Radio. Are you prepared on Talk Radio WGY? We will be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Life Happens. Are you prepared? We hope you are. And if you're not, we hope we can help you get prepared. I'm here in studio, Lou Piro, with Frank Hemming, our associate, newly married. I, I'm, I'm liking it so far, but like I said, we're a weekend. So, uh, so far, so good. That's fantastic. And we congratulate you, Frank, on that. No, thank you again. Thank you again. And so we're talking about estate planning today. And we welcome your calls. We have about 10 minutes left. So if you want to give us a call, 800-825-5949. That's 800-TALK-WGY. Who wants to talk about death and dying? Not many people. They don't have the time for it. I'm too busy. And some people think, I'm so confused. Remember Moonstruck, the movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. 
the grandfather as they're having the big conversation around mm-hmm. the kitchen table. He's crying and the tears are coming down. And Papa, what's wrong? I'm so confused. Yeah, right, right, so right. So people feel that way sometimes. They can't really get their arms around it. You need the team. And Paul, the caller from right before the break, really hit it on the head. How do I do this? Who's, who's in charge? Who's going to quarterback this team? Well, that's what we like to do, like you said. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote one of, uh, one of the other attorneys, your partner, Aaron Connor. Um, I work with him a lot on doing trusts and wills and setting up plans for long-term care planning purposes. And uh, I, I'm going to thief this line from him. I hope he doesn't mind. But when we're in a consult with people and, and we lay out the plan after meeting with them and we talk about what they want to accomplish and what kind of assets they have and how how they're doing with their family and what people they want to to be in the positions that we're setting up documents for. They always say, okay, I want you to do this. Now what's next? And we always tell them, well, we're going to take the information you've given us. We're going to give you a set of drafts because like anything else, we're going to do our best to get the plan exactly how you want it the first time. But sometimes you're changing your mind. Sometimes uh, you'll, you'll have a, you'll have a difference of opinion between when you first meet with us to a few weeks later when we have to sign the documents. And Aaron always tells people, look, the documents, they're not exciting. You're probably going to review them. You're probably going to fall asleep when you review them once or twice. <laughs> no, come on. They're not that bad. Uh, some parts are. Um, but the thing is, we then always want to either have a call or another meeting, whatever's conducive to the client, to go over everything. That way we can explain everything and sure. show them where the value is of what we're doing and where we've designed the plan in the documents that we've talked with them about during the meeting. Yep. You can't get lost in the minutiae. Because if you do, we're technical experts. That's what we do every day. Been doing this for 33 years. Went to law school to learn how to do it and then learned how to do it after. And so when clients come in, and we have clients, we we just walked through the set of documents with clients and literally spent five hours on the phone over two sessions because they wanted to understand every word in every document. At the end, we didn't change anything but they understood it. And so we want you to understand your plan. We feel that the best clients are educated clients, people who understand the planning that we're proposing. And it's all about you and your goals. We do a a very thorough analysis. What do you want to accomplish? We look at your family. We look at your assets, your income. What do you want to have in place for yourself, for your kids, again, for your parents at times? Making sure that plan is in line with your goals, your wishes, your desires, leaving your legacy in ways that you want to do it, then you have to kind of turn it over to us to do the technical side, to create those documents and to put the plan in place with all of the right stuff, all the things that need to be there. And because we've been doing this for 30 plus years, we're thinking about things that you won't even have conceived of. I think that's my favorite part of when I do a document execution with clients is we have built-in things, whether it's to our power of attorney or our healthcare proxy or our trusts, and we talk about this is what you want, this is where it is. But we've got this other stuff in here too, that just in case something else happens that you didn't even think of, we've got you covered there too. It's in there. That's <laughs> I liken it to chicken soup. You don't necessarily know all the ingredients, but man, it tastes good. And at the end of the day, if a plan works, if you're protected, your family's protected, that's the ultimate success. So we have time for one more caller. We have Brett in Earlton. Good morning, Brett. Welcome to Life Happens. How can we help you this morning? Uh, good morning. Yeah, um, we're talking about um, these Roth IRAs um, and life insurances. You get is there a life insurance through the Roth IRAs? How, and how is that working? Typically not. Typically your Roth IRA is going to be invested in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and and those kinds of investments. I have not seen life insurance purchased inside of a Roth as an investment class. Um, And most times you're going through some financial institution to manage your Roth and they don't necessarily want to manage a life insurance policy. There are other types of pensions where life insurance can be purchased inside the pension, but I have not seen them in a Roth up to this point. Um, There could be something out there I'm not aware of, but as of now, we're seeing just traditional investments inside the Roth. Where you're going to purchase life insurance is outside of 
the retirement plan in most cases. And so if, if you have a traditional IRA, you may want to start drawing some of that IRA down. Once you turn 59 and a half, you can take it out without penalty and you can buy some life insurance by taking that withdrawal early and using the after-tax dollars to pay premium on life insurance. But it's typically held in a trust outside the IRA. Does that help? Yeah, very much so. Um, my other thing is uh, typical life insurance, uh, what is the usual amount that, that you would look for? Okay, I can, I can give you a personal answer. Um, I looked at my children's college tuitions. How old are you? If I may um, ask. 45. 45? Do you have kids? Yeah. Uh, my daughter's uh, 24, 25 right now. Okay. So she's through the college age. Yep. So what you're really looking for then is not college payments or things like that. You're looking for income replacement. If something happened to you, you're married, I assume? Yeah. And um, my wife's kind of in a bad way, so I'm kind of looking for insurance ah. over her. Mm -hmm. uh, she has some health issues? Yes. Yeah. So it's important that you have insurance in place because we can tell you, Frank, from our experience that it's not always the ill spouse that dies. No. It, it could be the well spouse. So you want to have a plan where you have money set aside that can go into a trust for her benefit. And there's a beautiful trust that we set up for people in her situation. It's called a special needs trust where she can be fully protected. The, the amount, I would say, you really need to look one-on-one -on -one with an advisor to get that piece of it done. Call us at 459-2100. Be happy to sit down with you and walk through that. Thank you, and I apologize we're going to cut that off. We are out of time. Okay, no problem. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot for your calls today. Frank, thanks for being here in studio with us. Sure. Thanks for having me, Lou. And you'll be back next week with Aaron Connor. Join us again next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.